It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah Health. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. A few days into preseason, I know you did media on Monday, but after a couple of days, like what have you seen from the group so far? Just uh, a real good mentality uh, to train, obviously, going over some of the big picture concepts and, and some and attacking both attacking and defending principles and and really looking for um, obviously understanding and then obviously doing it with a certain type of intensity and today was it was a long session but it was intense to the to the last minute and and I think that's really something that we're that we've built upon from from last year is 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 taking every session as a, an opportunity to get better and I feel like we have a group that is striving um, to get one day better every day. So the the club signed a you know, record transfer for uh, Gomez. Like, what, what have you seen from him that makes him an attractive addition to the team? Um, well, obviously, I think, uh, you know, we want to be a, a team that's that that's vertical, that, that plays forward. And, and obviously, you have to have um, players that are willing to do that. I think he has the ability to play underneath, but really specializes – and, and getting behind defenses, um, and then when he is in those positions, his ability to pr- produce goal-scoring opportunities, both himself um, and setting up his teammates. Uh, the other part of that is defensively, he, he's a workhorse, and um, I think when you you have a young player that has all these attributes, um, I feel like he's a player that can come in and contribute right away. And obviously, there's a adaptation phase, and um, but being that we have. Uh, you know, a large contingent of Latinos. I feel like this is a great um, locker room to come into and uh, really minimize the adaptation period. Do you have an expectation of when he'll actually be with the team? Um, you know, I think typically uh, the visas take about two weeks. Um, we're probably four days in the process, five days. Um, but... Uh, We've been in contact with him. He's got his workouts uh, that, that he's not able to do here. Um, been on a Zoom with him a couple times, so he's really eager to join the group, really eager to learn and, and really you know, uh, hone his craft here um, and, and really excited about uh, coming to Major League Soccer. You're, you're big on culture. Uh, I think that's been kind of a trademark of your time with RSL. Um, what are you looking for him either like on the Zoom calls or – you know, when he first joins, when he's with the group, to, to see that he gets the culture trying to install. Yeah, I think oftentimes, um, one, it's the demeanor uh, and and how engaged in the conversation. Um, and then, for me, a really important thing is the questions that he asks. I, I think that's really checking for understanding, checking for um, is is it 
are you serious about this project? Um, so a lot of nonverbals, the smiles. So it's a lot of the nuanced things that you're looking at. And, and, um, and obviously we have contact with, uh, you know, previous coaches, you know, what are some of his strengths, what are some of his weaknesses. So we do a pretty thorough background check as to whether or not he'd be a good fit personally. Um, and then when you get that and everything checks off, he's a wonderful kid. Um, and you just can tell a lot like Anderson, uh, where he's always smiling. He's got a big smile. Um, and then what he does on the field, you know, if you can really marry those two, uh, you know, I think this is, it, it's, it's an easy transition in this group. Cause I think the one thing that we have is a bunch of players that, that, that work really hard for one another, that care, you know, deeply for one another. Um, and adding, you know, quality people in the locker room is an important part of the culture. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. That's kind of, a, kind of a fun drill you had going there at the end with the crosses and the finishing. Is that something that you're trying to emphasize um, early on in preseason after, you know, s- some missed opportunities maybe in a lot of games last year? Yeah, I, I think it's both, um, you know, it's, it's a functional exercise, but it's also fun. It's a competition. Um, it's also about the delivery as well and, and the timing of, of that. Um, but more importantly, it's about um, getting the ball in the frame and, you uh, you know, it's 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 a it's a tough exercise for the goalkeepers, um, but but really hitting the back of the net it's it's a it's a psychological thing, and when you when when you can hit it frequently in training, I think there's there's a sense of confidence when the game comes. I've been in the situation numerous times, and and so that's why we do it. There's so and you can just see how the intensity and it's 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 pretty intense um, and it's fun and it's functional and so for me it's it's a great soccer exercise. And speaking of goalkeepers, uh, we just talked with Zach a little bit. You mentioned that he hasn't been able to get in full-time with, with, the, with the group yet because of his injury. Um, but also talking with him about just coming in as the guy this year as opposed to being a backup last year. What have you seen from him, I guess, um, coming in? And then, uh, you know, when, when are you expecting him back, I guess, to, to kind of be full-time? Yeah, I think Zach had a, a really good year for us last year. Obviously played, uh, I think, every minute of every game. Um, and... Also provided some some great leadership in the locker room, you know. So, I think uh, you know for for I think my expectations for Zach is to continue to hone his craft, even though you know he's he's an experienced player, and, and that's a big ask of every player here and every staff member and every coach is um, we want to continue to improve along with the leadership piece. Um, and so again. Whilst he's not on the field, you know he's 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 working out with uh, uh, Nacho, our goalkeeper coach, uh, before the training session. Uh, really specific stuff that that won't agitate the uh, the the surgery, um, and so he's coming along at a good clip. So I anticipate that he'll be, 
you know, probably starting, you know, a week from today, we'll, we'll, we'll be in with the group and being able to go full. But we just wanted to make sure that we had a longer runway and not really, and because we're on turf for the majority of the preseason, it was really important for the injury that it has that we give him enough time to heal. And then speaking of that, you know, you guys were you're supposed to be leaving for California tomorrow. It's not happening because of the weather and stuff. What's it? Uh, what's it like to just have this these resources in this facility here for you guys, where you know you don't you don't miss a beat? That kind of a- it, it's amazing. It's it's for me again. It's it's probably one of the best facilities in, in the United States as far as soccer is concerned. Um, and again, it makes situations like this not only bearable, but you can be very accepting of it because we have this. You know, if we were going to go to Santa Barbara, I believe the first three or four days we're going to be on turf anyways. And so to have it here, guys can stay with their families. Um, most important thing for me um, is that we get the training in. Um, you know, for as long as the preseason is, um, we have quite a few off days. But uh, it's really important that we continue building and putting layers on top of layers as, as, as we move forward. On the subject of Zach, how excited were the boys in the locker room, the team, the you know staff and everything for a guy who's kind of been the epitome of MLS journeyman to really be able to set down roots on a long-term extension after playing, like you mentioned, I think it was like 1.2 billion minutes or something like that last year, yeah. give or take. Yeah, you know, I think everyone's, uh, you know, everyone's excited to have uh, Zach back. I thought he really, um, he, he gave us a lot of confidence in our, in our build with the ball. Um, there's probably a handful of games that literally were standing on his head um, and, and, and denying goal-scoring opportunities. Um, and then to your point, I think his experience uh, being, being a player um, that's traveled quite a bit um, I think his last best stint was when we were together in Colorado, and, uh, and it was before Tim Howard came, and that was another unfortunate situation. So I think he's waited um, and been prepared for this opportunity that is before him to, to lead this group from the back and, and to be here for, for the next few years. So um, anytime you can have that type of consistency, I think it brings a sense of ease to everyone in the group. Joseph, anything on Zoom? Uh, yeah. Hola Pablo, gracias por su tiempo uh, Quería preguntar en cuanto a los nuevos jugadores jóvenes Que, que ya están con el equipo um, Porque hay, hay muchos Hay muchos mm-hmm. que, hijos de la, El chico de la academia y también de, Del Super Draft mm-hmm. uh, ¿Cómo, cómo los, los ves a ellos? ¿Y cómo tratas con ellos para ayudarles A integrar en el equipo Y uh, ayudarles a ser uh, Nuevos pro- profesionales? Sí, no, tenemos varios jugadores De la universidad y, y también uh, la academia y, y yo creo que para mí lo, los jugadores que vienen del colegio eh, son muy sencillos muy honestos um, físicamente son más grandes atletas y para mí eso eso la, le facilite eh, la transición del colegio al, al a nivel profesional tácticamente eh, van a necesitar un poco de trabajo para, para acomodarse al, al, al sistema de juego pero la, el personaje y, y físicamente están entregándonos en el grupo muy bien uh, y también hay algunos jugadores que no se han vuelto uh, a Ronarera y Sergio Córdoba son los dos tal vez más grandes ausencias del roster del año pasado uh-huh. uh, ¿Cómo fue el asunto con ellos este off-season y también cómo están viendo una temporada sin ellos? 
Pues en, 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 en el fútbol eh, siempre hay eh, momentos eh, que, donde van a, van a haber cambios. Y en, en, en los dos casos son situaciones diferentes. Eh, el Sergio está, está en contrato con, con un equipo en Alemania y, y tienen y pues ellos deciden dónde si, si va o viene y el asunto de, de Aaron eh, es tenemos tenemos un jugador en, en, en Brody que ha jugado en un nivel uh, bastante alto y, y, y también hay que tomar uh, decisiones difíciles en el fútbol y, y yo creo que con el con el Brody y el Body Hidalgo tenemos dos jugadores que que pueden jugar esa posición, lo van a jugar diferente, pero le vamos a dar la oportunidad de seguir creciendo como jugadores en este club. Uh, y, y por último, Pablo, quería preguntar uh, en cuanto a los jugadores que tal vez no tuvieron el 2022 que querían, uh, que, uh, como por ejemplo Rubio Rubín o uh, Anderson Julio, ¿cómo están regresando ellos a esta este pretemporada? Sí, no, buena pregunta. Eh, es, esos dos jugadores han, han, han sido los jugadores más eh, como se dice equilibrante, más dinámico eh, y, y en todos los entrenamientos están marcando gol es lo mejor que he visto los dos jugadores en cualquier pretemporada así tengo, tengo mucha esperanza de que, que, que van a arrancar este campeonato muy bien porque físicamente, técnicamente andan muy muy bien Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.